You're listening to The Thriving Nurse Podcast. I'm your host, Abby Sanchez, and this is episode 128. You deserve it. Did you know your nursing dream job is out there? But it's not something you find. It's something you create. And I can show you how. I'm Abby Sanchez, and I'm a life coach for nurses. Using my experience at the bedside, along with my psychology degree, I help nurses build confidence, manage overwhelm, and fall in love or back in love with being a nurse. So come along with me, and I'll help you create the career and life you crave. You ready? Let's go. Hey there, my friends. Welcome back to the podcast. It is a lovely, rainy day over here. I'm loving this transition into fall. All the pumpkin spice, of course, is delicious. People are putting out fall decorations. And when I say people, that does not include me. (laughs) I don't get my house very decorated. I'm not very festive. And I used to think once I had kids, then I would up my game. And I have a little bit, but I've still got a little ways to go on making my house all cutesy and seasonal. But someday I'll get there. But for now, I'll just be enjoying everyone else's on Pinterest and Instagram. (laughs) But I hope you guys are enjoying the fall, getting out your sweaters, making soups and chilies. It's wonderful. I love the fall. But I'm excited to talk to you today about this topic that I feel so passionate about and just wanted to share with you guys. So today, I want to tell you that you are deserving of good things. And I know that is such a simple message, but I want it to sink in with you today. You, you are deserving of good things, of beautiful things, of amazing things. So the reason I started thinking about this topic was the other day I was having a conversation with a friend about family pictures. Are you guys getting family pictures done? It's kind of like as we get into fall, it's like, oh, Christmas cards and all of that's going to be happening soon, right? So I know a lot of my friends, again, not me because I'm not good at planning this kind of stuff, but many of my friends have started to plan for family pictures. So we were talking about that. And one of my friends was telling me that she wasn't sure if she was going to be in her family pictures. And that broke my heart. Because she was saying, since having four kids, her body is looking very different than it used to. And she wasn't sure if she wanted to be in these pictures. We were talking about how in the society we live in, there's a lot of pressure on women to look a certain way. And when we don't fit that narrow view of beauty that society has laid out for us, then sometimes we feel like we're not deserving of things. We feel like maybe we don't deserve a partner. We don't deserve a spouse who loves us, or we don't deserve to be in family pictures. And I told her, I was like, you know, it makes sense. Society gives us a lot of things to believe about how a woman should be. So it makes sense that we all have insecurities and that you feel uncomfortable being in your family pictures. But also, how ridiculous is it that we live in a world that would make women think they're not deserving or worthy of being in their family pictures. And so I kind of had a little soapbox moment about this because I think we're all deserving of good things. We're all deserving of all the beauty and goodness and joy and amazingness that life has for us. We're deserving no matter what size you are or what color your skin is or 
how much money you have, what your family background is, if your parents got divorced or where you lived or how you grew up, you're still deserving. That doesn't change it. You're deserving no matter where you went to college or how many degrees you have or how long you've been a nurse. You're deserving even if you've been grumpy today. I know sometimes it's those small things, right? Where I'm like, generally, I think I'm deserving of good things, except for today I was really grumpy. So now I'm not deserving of good things. That's not true, you guys. You're always deserving of good things. So today I want to help you believe it. Because, like I said, a lot of times we get messages from the world around us that we need to be different to be deserving that we're not good enough, that we should be better. And we don't have to believe those messages, right? We can decide they're not true. But it's hard sometimes when that's what we hear all the time. So today I want to offer you the truth, that you are deserving. And I hope that you'll start to believe it. Now, when we don't think we're deserving, it causes some problems. Have you seen the problems it causes in our lives when we don't think we're deserving of good things? So I want to talk about that first, and then I want to help you adapt this belief and believe it even more that you're deserving of goodness. When I say goodness, I know that's a pretty vague thing to say, but really it's because you get to define what goodness is. It's whatever you desire in your life. So if you want a romantic relationship, you're deserving of that and the respect and love and appreciation you're hoping for. It could be money. If you want to make a whole bunch of money, you're deserving of that. If you want a certain job, if you want to work in a certain specialty area of nursing, you're deserving of that. If you want to live in a certain house, I do. I have this house That's my dream home. It's in our neighborhood. It's yellow. It's adorable. I walk by it every day on my walks. So maybe you're like me and you have a house that you've been creeping on. If you want to live in that house, you are deserving of living in that house. If you have a hobby or a business or a skill you want to develop and you want to be wildly successful, you're deserving of that. So when I say goodness, it's really vague because it's different for all of us. The things we desire, what we hope for, what we want to bring into our lives is different for each of us, but we are all deserving of whatever that is. So I want to talk to you about the problems when we don't believe we're deserving, because when we don't believe that we deserve good things, we tend to shun good things. We push them away from us, or we at least don't get on the path that's going to get us to those things we desire. So here are a few things we do when we don't believe we're deserving. One is we hold ourselves back from opportunities, which makes sense, right? If we think we're not deserving of it, then we don't put ourselves out there, put ourselves into positions to get that thing. So for instance, I talk to a lot of new nurses who think because I'm a new nurse, I just have to take whatever I can get as far as jobs go, right? So they say every nurse has to start on med surge which some nurses want to, and that's great. But other nurses, they really don't want to, but they think, I don't deserve to work in this specialty area of nursing, to be a labor and delivery nurse, or to be a nurse anesthetist, or to do whatever type of nursing they're really drawn to. They think, I'm not deserving of that. 
So what they do is they don't even apply to those jobs. And usually if you don't apply to a job, you don't get it, right? (laughs) I don't have very many people, or at least it's never been my experience that someone just approaches me and says, hey, do you want this job? If I didn't put myself out there in some way or express interest in it, right? So when we don't apply to jobs, then we don't get them. So we're holding ourselves back from those opportunities. Now, I know a lot of nurses think, but I wouldn't have been deserving of it. I wouldn't have been qualified, so I wouldn't have gotten it. But the thing is, when we determine ahead of time that we're not worthy of it, then we just don't get the job. Like It's pretty much guaranteed, right? But also, we don't learn how to better qualify for it. So we don't have a conversation with that hiring manager and find out what they're looking for. So next time we apply, we'll be more prepared. So we miss those opportunities. We hold ourselves back. Another thing we do is look for proof that we're not deserving. So when we're already in that mindset that we're not deserving enough, our brain wants to be right. Our brains love to be right, even about something as painful as believing we're not deserving enough. So we look for that to be true. And we interpret the world around us through that lens. So for instance, if we think, I'm not deserving, I'm not a good enough nurse, I don't deserve the charge nurse position, then we look for evidence around us to back that up. So for instance, if your manager says, I noticed you clocked out late today, then we think, oh my goodness, see, I'm not a good enough nurse, I can't handle all the responsibilities I have, my manager doesn't think I'm doing a good job, I would never get the charge nurse position. So we make it mean that we're not good enough. We're not deserving enough. But that's not what our manager said, right? Their words were, you're clocking out late. I noticed you clocked out late. We added all that extra stuff. That's something I'm actually working on right now and myself is to notice what are the words that were actually spoken? What did this person say? And separate it out from all the meaning we tend to add to it. Because I do that too, you guys. Like the other day, this is a silly example, but my husband came home and opened the refrigerator and I had just gone grocery shopping. And he said, we have so much yogurt. And I instantly felt myself get defensive. Like he was saying, you went grocery shopping wrong. You bought too much yogurt. You should have known better. This is ridiculous. But that's not what he said. He said, we have so much yogurt. And the truth was, we did have a lot of yogurt. I had just bought more, not knowing that we already had some. So he was right. But it didn't have to mean all of that extra stuff I was adding to it, right? Now, in that situation, I caught my brain being like, that's kind of funny. But it's interesting to notice that that was my natural inclination to think that I had done something wrong or that I was getting called out. So do you find yourself doing that, noticing what other people say and interpreting it to mean something about you, to mean something about your worth. Maybe a doctor says something and you interpret it to mean, I messed up. I'm not a good enough nurse. I didn't do things right. So when we believe we're not deserving, when we believe we're not good enough, that's the lens we interpret the world through. So when things happen that don't go to plan, we think it's because we're not deserving of that thing, that we're not good enough. And we look for how 
that might be true in our lives. Now, the third thing I want to mention we do is sometimes we stop letting ourselves even desire. So as I was mentioning that list of the good things you might want in your life or the goodness you might be wanting to bring into your life, I know sometimes people think, I don't even know. I don't even know what I want. I don't even know what I desire. And if that's you, then maybe you've kind of switched off that part of yourself. Sometimes when we think we're not deserving, it becomes painful to desire things because we're like, I'm never going to get it. I'm not worthy of that thing. So I'm going to stop wanting it. But I think there's something so beautiful about letting ourselves dream. My sister-in-law, I remember her telling me that her and her husband love to dream together. She said that sometimes for a date night, they've got four kids. So sometimes for a date night, if they didn't have a babysitter and weren't able to go out, they would just get lottery tickets and go and lay in bed after the kids went to sleep. They would sit there with their lottery tickets, just holding them not having scratched anything off yet, and they would just dream for the whole night. They would just sit there laying in bed talking about their dreams. If they won the lottery, they'd be like, okay, this is what we would do. This is where we would move. This is the house we would live in. This is where we'd go on vacation. This is the car we would buy. This is what we would do to help our family. This is what we'd do for our kids. And they would just lay there and let themselves dream. And I think that is so beautiful to let our imaginations go wild with the possibility of beautiful things. So often we let our imaginations run wild thinking of all the things that could go wrong. But what if we used our imaginations in this way to dream and to imagine and to desire all of the things we want for our lives? And I think when we cut that part of ourselves off, it's such a tragedy. Because that's the part you need first to start taking steps to get you there, to bring those things into your life. It starts as just a little thought, a little desire, and then it grows into a belief that you turn into a reality. And those are just a few things. There are so many more things we do when we think we're not deserving. But I just want to highlight those three, that we hold ourselves back from opportunities. We interpret our lives through this negative lens that proves to us that we're not deserving, and we stop letting ourselves desire. So to me, those are some big things, some things that are worth working through. And believing that we are deserving can help us overcome those things and take the opposite actions in our lives that are going to get us to where we want to go and bring those good things into our lives. Now, I know the way we think about ourselves is often pretty ingrained. We've been developing our beliefs about ourselves our whole life, and so you're probably not going to jump on a 20, 30-minute podcast episode and all of a sudden be like, oh, you're right, Abby, I am deserving. I'm going to start living my life as if I'm deserving and all the problems will be solved. That's probably not going to happen because I think this is a lifelong thing that we work on, believing that we're deserving and lovable and loving ourselves unconditionally. That's something that we have to work on our entire lives. So if you're not where you want to be with it today, first of all, I think that's pretty normal. 
but also we can keep working on it and we're going to keep working on it throughout our whole lives. So today I just want to get you a little bit closer by offering you some different ways to think about what it means to be deserving and what you can do to treat yourself like you're deserving. Okay, so the first thing I want you to know is that your value doesn't change. Sometimes we believe it does. Like, even for me, sometimes I feel like if I was grumpy with my kids, it feels like my value changed a little bit. I'm not as deserving anymore as I was than on the days when I'm nice to my kids. But that's not true. Or sometimes people, when they exercise, they're like, okay, I earned this cookie or I earned this hour to watch TV. But you didn't have to earn it. You're deserving of whatever you desire anyway. You don't have to earn your food or earn your time to relax. So I think sometimes we think if I'm doing really good or if I'm not doing so good, then I either earned it or I didn't earn it. I'm deserving or I'm not deserving. And that's not how it goes. You are deserving of whatever it is you want. Now, that doesn't mean you get it exactly when you want it. Like, for instance, that house that I'm obsessed with in my neighborhood, it doesn't mean that since I'm deserving of it and worthy of it that I can just go move in. I do have to buy it, right? Or I have to have legal rights to it. I can't just walk in the front door and kick the current owners out. But that doesn't make me any less worthy of it. See the difference there? Even if you don't have it, you can still be deserving of it and worthy of it. When we think our value changes, we live with so much fear because we worry if we mess up, then we're going to lose our value, that we're going to be even less deserving. Or we live out of fear to earn our value, to constantly be chasing achievements, to prove our worth, to earn our place. So I want you to know you can let all that go. You don't have to earn your value. You are already valuable and deserving just as you are. And that actually brings me into number two. So number two is you don't have to be perfect to deserve good things. I remember as a new coach, I had been coaching maybe six months, not very long, and I wanted to invest in myself to learn how to do Facebook ads and to learn how to do webinars and a whole bunch of stuff that I didn't understand how to do. And there was a course that I wanted to invest in that could help me learn those skills that I needed. But the course was $2,000, which when I was first starting out and wasn't bringing much money into my business and didn't really know how things were going to play out, and wasn't super confident in my coaching, a $2,000 investment seemed pretty significant. And so I wondered if I was deserving of that. And I had a lot of guilt around it. And fortunately for me, my husband believed I was deserving. And so he was like, yes, it's okay, you can do this. But I didn't have that belief in myself quite yet. But now looking back, I just want to give her a hug because that version of me was totally deserving. Even though she wasn't at the level of coaching she wanted to be at yet or didn't know how things were going to go, she was deserving because 
She desired it. It was her goal. It was her dream and something she wanted to do. And it was okay to use that money to better herself and to learn something and do something she was passionate with. I think sometimes, especially as parents, we often think that everything should go towards our kids, to their goals, their dreams, their desires. But what do we want for our kids when they're older? Do we want them to suddenly put all their dreams and desires on hold and not pursue those things they want? If they have children of their own, then does it switch where suddenly their dreams and goals and desires don't matter anymore and they just have to do everything for their children? Personally, that's not what I want for my kids. Like, yes, I want them to care about their children if they choose to have some and make sacrifices for them and do things that are important to give them opportunities. I want all of that for my future grandchildren. But for my children, I want them to continue to pursue their goals and to continue to have dreams and to realize that they're worth investing in or whether it's time or money or whatever it is, they're worthy of that. And they don't have to be perfect before they're worthy of that. So I hope you'll see that in yourself, that it's okay if you're not perfect. It's okay if you don't know what the outcome is going to be. You are worth that investment even before you're perfect. Now, the last thing I want to talk to you guys about is I know sometimes it does inconvenience other people, right? Like for my family, for me to invest in myself, that was $2,000 that wasn't going towards other things that it would have been nice to put that money towards. And just like with money, it's the same with time. Sometimes we inconvenience other people in order to show ourselves our worth and our value and to meet our own needs. And I want you guys to know that it's okay to do that. It's okay for other people to accommodate you. Now, that's not the same thing as being selfish. It's not the same thing as not caring about other people or being inconsiderate. But sometimes it's okay for others to accommodate you. Right? Like imagine if you're standing in line at the grocery store. And you have one item and you're waiting there in line and someone comes and walks in front of you to get in line. You could accommodate them, right? And that's fine if you choose to. If you're like, you know what? I'm not in a hurry. Please go ahead. But also, there's nothing wrong with you saying, oh, excuse me, I'm kind of in a hurry. I was standing in line. And they can go behind you. Like, it's okay to do that in the bigger things in our lives too. I used to think, That if I wanted to go exercise and have my husband watch the kids, that that was me being selfish. It wasn't me being selfish. It was me advocating for myself and allowing him to accommodate me, just like I accommodate him so he can go to the gym. So I just want you to give yourself that permission that it's okay for other people to do things for you sometimes. I know as nurses, we are used to being the caregivers. We take care of everyone around us. We take care of our patients, our families. We have big hearts and we want to help others. But please, 
let other people help you sometimes. Like think how good it feels for you to help other people. Like the fulfillment and satisfaction and joy you get from that. Let's let other people experience that same thing by helping us. And let's also recognize that we're worth it. That we are worth other people making sacrifices for us. So when someone wants to help you, like I'm not saying force other people to do things they're not willing to do, but when other people are willing, let's allow them to. And let's even make requests sometimes that people help us in the ways that we need. So that is my message for you today. You are deserving. You're worth it. And believing that is the first step. Once you start to believe it and nurture that belief, that's when you'll invite more goodness into your life. That's when you'll start seeking out opportunities and you'll take care of yourself in different ways and you'll make requests of others to help you and you'll find the way to bring and create what you want in your life. So if you want to nurture this belief further, if you want to take care of yourself, and let go of stress and overwhelm and bring more goodness into your life. That's what we're going to be doing next week. So starting Monday, October 4th, I'm going to be kicking off the Thriving Nurse Stress Relief Virtual Retreat. So this is an online retreat. We're going to be in a private Facebook group together where I'll be going live every single day. So Monday through Friday when the retreat runs, I will go live every day in there to teach you guys tools to help you bring down your stress. So if you find the podcast helpful, that's what we're doing in there. We're taking the tools from the podcast and bringing them to the next level and then applying them to what's going on in your lives. So that's really what I'm looking forward to is getting to interact with all of you and to hear your challenges and how we can bring down your stress using these tools. Now, I know as nurses, you've got a lot going on. Maybe you're a night shifter like me and you sleep during the day or you work sometime during the day next week. My guess is most of you do. (laughs) So knowing that nurses are busy and are on all kinds of different schedules, I wanted to accommodate for that. So you'll still be able to catch the replays and watch all of our calls, even if you can't make it to them live. So if that sounds helpful to you, if you're feeling kind of stressed and overwhelmed and you want to re-energize and recharge and feel more hopeful and fulfilled as a nurse, then come hang out. I got you, my friend. Come prepared to be pampered because I've got tons of prizes for you guys. All you got to do is grab your spot at thrivingnurse.com forward slash retreat. And I should mention the price. It's free. So you're welcome, (laughs) but you do have to register. So again, go to thrivingnurse.com forward slash retreat. And I look forward to it. I'm so excited to spend the week hanging out with you all. So grab your spot and I will see you there, my friends. Take care.